This program is a community service and is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. Listeners having questions about their health should make an appointment to see their personal physician. Any opinions or statements made during the program are those of the individuals or physicians making the statements and are not the opinions or statements of the hospital. Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital proudly present another edition in their podcast series, Healthy Conversations. Perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, also known as PMAD, affects women from all walks of life. It encompasses things that appear anytime during pregnancy up through the first 12 months after childbirth, and we're going to learn about it today. Let's talk to Natalie Mendenhall, a lactation consultant and Brooke trainer and RN and PMAD nurse champion, both at Sierra Vista. This is Healthy Conversations, a podcast from Sierra Vista and Twin Cities. I'm Prakash Chandran. So, Brooke, let's start with you. What are perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, and when do they occur? Uh, perinatal mood and anxiety disorders um, can occur anytime from the very first day you realize you're pregnant up until, we say, around the first year after the baby is born. Um, and these these different disorders, it's an umbrella um of disorders, and um, what people usually think of is postpartum depression, but what really they include perinatal depression, postpartum depression, perinatal anxiety and panic, perinatal obsessive-compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, and postpartum psychosis. And I can get into um, the different disorders briefly just so that we're aware of the differences. Um, depression can include irritability and guilt and anger, lack of interest in the baby. Um, when somebody has anxiety or panic, they start getting very nervous. They have extreme worries and fears around their baby. Um, they can go into panic attacks and dizziness, um, numbness to hands and tingling to arms and um, limbs. And perinatal obsessive compulsive disorder is an aspect of anxiety where the individual might start doing repetitive or they might feel the need to start doing things repetitively, cleaning, touching, um, locking doors to reduce their anxiety. And um, perinatal post-traumatic stress disorder can be caused by a traumatic birth or it can be um, somebody might have experienced a past traumatic life event and that could be triggered during somebody's birth. And symptoms of that include flashbacks. Somebody can become extremely anxious, have difficulty sleeping because they're thinking about this traumatic event that was triggered um, during childbirth. And postpartum psychosis is something that's heard of a little bit more. Um, and that is always an emergency. Um, somebody might have uh, auditory hallucinations or visual hallucinations where they're seeing something or hearing somebody tell them to do something. Um, and that's pretty much an, a brief overview of these different disorders. Baby blues is something uh, around 80% of women will get, and that's considered normal. Not a form of depression at all. It's just moodiness, um, tearfulness, um, very emotional, um, but their predominant mood is happiness. And so that's a big, um, a common occurrence. Um, but the mom is usually very happy, and that one will typically go away at about two weeks. Okay, it's good to kind of know about the gamut or the spectrum of everything that PMAD covers. Um, I want to just focus a little bit more on it and really speak to what are the, some of the risk factors that attribute uh, this kind of behavior? Is it like 
you know, previous mental health issues. Uh, so I've, I've heard before that if you have a perfectionist type personality, this can help contribute to that. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes. Um, what every, every individual, every mom is at risk, no matter if she has, um, ha- has had depression or, um, you know, a history of a family history of postpartum depression or psychosis, all moms, um, no matter what walk of life, age, they are at risk. Um, now a a family member or a a mother that's had the family members or she's had a history, they're, they're at a higher risk. Um, but I want to just mention and touch on that, that all of us are at risk no matter what, um, Somebody that's had a, a history of um, abuse, um, physical, emotional, those people that are at higher risk as well. Um, like I mentioned before, a, a traumatic delivery, that definitely puts somebody at a high risk for developing the, these um, these disorders, unplanned pregnancy. Um, sleep deprivation is a risk factor for all of these disorders. It plays into... Um, you know, any, any mental health issue, if somebody's not sleeping, that's going to make everything worse. Um, and a history of an eating disorder is something that's not touched upon very often, but I did want to mention that, that that um, kind of stems from anxiety. And so somebody, if they've had a history of that, that can kind of trigger anxiety during pregnancy or, you know, postpartum. Yeah, it seems like your body is um, going through so much that anything that's pre-existing there is just magnified. And in fact, my wife is pregnant um, right now, so I'm even kind of experiencing a lot of these things, a lot of things that were maybe smaller kind of issues for her in the past mag- bubble up a little bit. So I'm just trying to be as supportive as possible. Um, I want to I want to shift over to uh, what you do specifically at Sierra Vista um, to help women cope and recover from some of the PMAD things that they're experiencing? Um, so what what we do here at Sierra Vista is we screen um, all of our postpartum moms before they go home. They are screened with um, an Edinburgh um, depression scale, and that is something that screens for current depression. But what we added into, we have another screening tool that we use, and it um, touches on these perinatal mood disorder risk factors. So our moms are being screened for current depression, and then they also are screened um, and made aware of, look, this is, you know, you marked yes on this, this, and this, and so this this is a risk factor for you. We educate them on their risk factors and on PMAD um, in itself, and so they can walk away from the hospital being, you know, more aware of what to look for. We give them a PMAD brochure. Um, with a list of all the different disorders and some resources on the back of it to kind of help them. Um, and, you know, resources include all of our support groups here that we offer at Sierra Vista as well. So we hold their hand through it, and then afterwards, you know, we're there for them as well. Yeah, this is a good segue for us to move over to Natalie. Natalie, I know that you are in charge of some of the support groups there at Sierra Vista. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about the support groups offered, uh, you know, kind of prior to pregnancy, leading up to the birth, and then what you do afterwards as well. Okay, so we offer a couple support groups here at Sierra Vista. Our first one that we can talk about is our NICU support group. This support group is aimed more for our current and former parents of babies that are in our NICU. Um, Our group meets weekly. It meets every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m., and this is just a way for the parents to come and connect with one another and kind of share their experiences. it's really 
we can relate as much as we can. But when you have another family that's going through the thick of it with you at the same time, it's really valuable to come and share those experiences with one another and they can form those bonds and give each other encouragement and ideas, kind of help each other through it. Um, we also offer topics at our support group for this one is adjusting to at-home life, managing sleep, postpartum depression, um, family communication, and feeding issues. Our other support group that we offer here is called Building Villages. It's a newborn and parent support group. It meets weekly as well. It is every Thursday from 11 to 12. And what we have found is, you know, having a baby is amazing, but at times it can be very challenging. And it does help to have people to share the highs and the lows, especially those who can, again, identify with what you're going through. Um, a newborn and parent support group, um, it can help you get through those rough patches and help you feel less lonely and even meet new lifelong friends. Um, it's a casual meeting. Um, we include uh, support, weight checks, health information, along with breastfeeding support for mothers by a board-certified lactation consultant. You know, I think it's amazing that there are so many support groups that you offer there at Sierra Vista, all the way from the NICU support group, um, which is the new infant, infant. Uh, what does NICU stand for again? It is the Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. Brooke, I want to um, shift over to you for a minute. I think one of the things that I notice a lot is that many women might feel alone in experiencing some of the symptoms of um, of PMAD that we're discussing here today, and they don't go to look for those support groups that uh, Natalie has curated at Sierra Vista. Can you speak to a little bit about how many women uh, PMAD disorders uh, actually affect? Um, yeah, there's a lot a lot out there um, that's supporting this where I feel like um, maybe in the past there, there wasn't as much information to have on it. And, and now there is a lot of support for maternal mental health that's growing. Uh, we say one in seven, um, I think, is the current statistic on um, one in seven postpartum moms will develop um, postpartum depression. And one in 10 um, dads or spouses um, can also develop um, depression or any of these mood disorders um, as well. And so I, I wanted to mention that too. It's not just our moms, it's spouses um, as well, family members as well that, you know, are affected by the mom's depression. You know, if mom's not feeling well, she's not taking care of the baby and her and dad's relationship or her and her spouse's relationship um, is going to be affected as well. So it's kind of a a triad of uh, trickle effect, I, I will say. Um, so I wanted to yeah, Brooke, that. I'm, Brooke, I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's something that I often think about a lot. Like, what is my role going to be when the baby comes? Because I've heard that, you know, the the baby really is just very sufficient on the mother or they, they take everything that they need from the mother for the first couple weeks. And, you know, I'm just kind of left, you know, with my, my shoulders shrugs being like, I'm not sure what to do. So Natalie, I'm assuming that the, the building villages and the new parenting support group that you offer, that there are dads in there too. Is that correct? Correct. And there's also other siblings as well. Great. So, yeah, I think one thing that I'm taking away from this is that it's really a family affair here, that the whole family can get involved in helping um, the mother kind of cope with a lot of things that she might going be going through. And even for yourselves, uh, if, you're a fam if you're a father or you're a sibling, you have a lot of support around you um, as well. 
So, um, you know, I really appreciate both of your time today. Uh, Brooke, we'll start with you. Is there anything that you want to leave the audience with before we wrap up here today? Um, I just wanted to add um, just uh, we have the perinatal emotional support group as well. I don't know if we mentioned that one, but I just wanted to add that's more of the PMAD um, support group. Uh, and that, that's on Tuesdays at 11 o'clock here at Sierra Vista. And myself or our support group or another lactation consultant, we facilitate that. And um, it's just there for moms, dads, family members, spouses um, for support if they're having current, you know, issues. They're not sure if it is a PMAD issue or if it's a coping issue or um, sleep deprivation. It's just we're here to support them um, as best we can, and it's open to Whenever anybody wants to come, they don't have to come every week or sign up. Um, but it's just another additional support group here um, offered to our patient. That's wonderful that you have that community resource uh, there for them, Brooke. Uh, Natalie, what about yourself? Do you want to leave the audience with anything today? Yeah. Um, being that it could be your first baby or your fourth baby, every baby brings its own set of joys and also challenges. And it really does take a village. To raise a child. And so we would love for you to come and join our village and let us help you and grow with you. Wonderful. Well, that's a, a great place to close. And I really appreciate the insight from you too. That's Natalie Mendenhall and Brooke Trainer out of Sierra Vista. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of our podcast series. For a referral to a board-certified physician, please call the Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital Physician Referral Line at 866-966-3680. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening.